Greetings, Ace Relocation Nations. Here today with another podcast. It is a beautiful sunny day in San Diego, California. Our fearless leader, Dan Lammers, will not be on today. Hold your applause. I know you guys are all happy not to hear that, but we have a special guest today. We have Jennifer Wobleski. Uh, how you doing, Jen? I'm doing great. Beautiful day in Texas. Yeah, a nice go- 80, 80 and sunny. Oh, wow. It's sunny and cold out here, but it's not raining, so, so we're happy about that. So, Jen, this is your first time on the podcast. You made it. Actually, it's my second. So, you don't know that, but it's my second. So, you're... Really? Yes. I was left out from your first... Oh, wow. I'm, yes. You know what? Me and Dan are going to have to... We're going to we're gonna have to... We have to talk to management about this. <laughs> so this is take two, but that's okay because I've got okay. a different host. So okay. let's. No, and we're we're gonna try. We have to really knock this one out of the park because we really don't. You know, the feedback from um, the suggestion box from the podcast is our fans aren't really too happy with Dan. You know. Okay. Yeah, well, he, we'll he, spice it up. We'll spice he picks it up. On me a lot. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I uh, moved to Texas about a year and a half ago. And started with ACE. Uh, my one-year anniversary was in January. So I am the Director of Customer Experience here at ACE. And um, have three sons, all two in college and one in the minors with the Astros. And that's about it. Married with a dog. So pretty much all I've got right now. So There you, there you go. So a baseball family or just, or just, the, just the one kid? No, in, so in baseball sports. family. Um, my husband played at Notre Dame. Wow. And he was a catcher. And then, of course, we had our first son, and he was ecstatic, right? Because <laughs> it's like, you know, and then our second one was left-handed. So then he was even more excited. Got a pitcher. We did. And <laughs> okay. then our, yeah, so, we, so and then our youngest, he, um, so... The oldest is the one who played in college um, and it's moving on to the minors. The middle started, got Tommy John surgery, and now is a kind of a director of pitching analytics for a college in Utah his first year. And then my youngest plays club baseball at University of South Carolina and, of course, super relaxed, super fun, but they all still continue to play. So, yeah, that's where it all started. That is awesome, man. and happy uh, belated anniversary. Um, you have been Thank a joy you. to work with. Um, calling you is always a fun experience because when I call you, I call you to say hello. You call me with bad news all the time. As the director <laughs> I, of Gus- I would not <laughs> say that's true. You start out saying hello. You're always very cordial at the beginning, for sure. So. Yeah, I, I, I gotta be. I gotta be. I try. I try. You're. Yeah, I like you a lot. I think you are a great uh, addition to Ace, and I only see good things to come in the future. So, the director of customer experience. Tell tell us what's what, what's that about? So it is. It's a large team. I think there's about forty five to fifty on my team. I'm over the claims team, um, the OADA team, virtual survey team private client CSRs and also the national account CSRs. So I have two supervisors on the national account side, a supervisor for the private client, a senior manager that also oversees the OADA and virtual survey, and then the senior claims manager who handles our claims. So 
all here pretty much. We only have a few in Arizona and then we have a few people in Ohio, but majority is all here in San Marcos. So it's great. That, sound, that sounds like a lot of emails. You it is a lot of emails. With that big team. <laughs> it's a lot of emails. It's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts, but I I love it. I um I thrive in chaos. Um, I had three sons under four at one point. So constantly, um, you know, just constant things being thrown at you, which I love. So um, it's been a great, it's been a great, great year at Ace. Very fortunate to be here. Awesome team, awesome executive team. So learned a lot in the first year and looking forward to another great year in 2024. So a lot of good things happening on our end, trying to, Learned what we did in 2023 as we adjusted to the to the climate, to the volume, and now you know planning for a good 2024. So one thing I wanted to to pick your brain on is I remember when I was a driver how escalations were handled. A little different back then because our CSRs and everything was in house. So with everything being centered out of Texas now, can you walk us through an escalation? Yes. So part of the change that we're doing just right away in regards to escalations is we are working on, I, I, the number's pretty big right now, but we have a large amount of drivers on teams. Just started with that. We have a you know, good amount on already, but the goal is to try to get as many drivers on teams as possible because that's such a great communication for us. To, to work with them, to be able to message them on teams, to get you know, quicker responses from the CSR if they do talk on teams. So just, you know, we're working just for part of that is just to get the, that communication piece. Because, you know, as a driver, you're getting so many different calls. You may not pick me up because you don't know who I am, right? You see 512, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. who is this? So... With Teams, if I call you from Teams, it's going to show who I am. You're going to know it's me. You're going to know it's our CSR. You're going to know it's Emmy. So part of it is just making sure that they know, one, it's Ace calling, and also to get that quicker communication going. So um, what we've tried to do going forward is, you know, escalation on overages, right? If an overage happens where, you know, it's going over, we actually have a chat amongst operations and CX and the account managers to get those answered right away. So that's something that's new in the last three months, but it's got all eyes on it and we get the right, um, the right, we get it to the right person. So we start working on it right away. So I'm also part of that. With a with the move escalation, what we've asked the the CSRs to do is to bump it. So and really trying to, you know, trying to even make the minimal one per se. And, and since I've been doing this for 25 years, been in the moving industry, so I have a better sense of kind of what is a large escalation, what's a small escalation. But to a customer, it doesn't matter. It, mm-hmm. To them, it could be really, you know, it could be something, you know, really personal to them. It could be, um, so I try not to gauge it on what, how I feel, but I, it does help us understand on how we need to move and how quickly, you know, beds, essential items, washers, dryers, refrigerators, all of that stuff, we have a process in place that that has to be escalated to me, to the account manager, and to the senior claims manager right away. 
We're trying to get real time on that. So we want to get, you know, you get really excited to sleep in your bed and then all of a sudden get there and it's broken. So we're going to work to get with the driver and say, what happened? Let's get this resolved. Let's make the customer happy. So we're really trying to get real time on our escalations. Many come to me if a customer wants to talk to somebody you know, uh, in a director role, I take those and just talk through the customer. I try to take those really difficult ones to help the CSR and say, let me take it, you know, let me help because I know it gets really cumbersome. They've tried to help and I'll take it and, and take it to me. So we're really trying to get though as much real time interaction between the driver, customer and the CX team as possible. So with that real time information, let's say I am... I am doing an MMI, right? And Uh I can't get a hold of the CSR that's on the paperwork because everybody has to go to lunch, right? And I pick Uh up the phone or maybe they're on the other line dealing with another issue because, you know, there's another move going on that day. Would a PBO then reach out to a project manager or what what steps would it be great for the PBOs to take to make it easier on you guys? They've been reaching out to their planner. And then okay. the planner is the planner usually then will escalate it amongst the team. So they'll they'll usually put in the CSR, the, the direct supervisor to that CSR. They'll put myself in, um, and they may even put their director in um, just to to get the ball rolling to throw it out there. So what we do say is if you cannot get a hold of the CSR, talk to your planner because that does, they will help facilitate to they know the right people to contact and get that started. That is awesome. That is awesome because then they, especially with teams now, because now that phone call can just be transferred over to a CSR or to a MMI, to a Megan or Erica Brown or um, a Meredith, who are the account managers on all of our accounts or Chris Chris McNeil also. So teams is very, very, very important. Even when you call some people and they don't turn their cameras on, I won't say any names. Jen. <laughs> don't call me out here. You are a culprit of that. Don't call me out. Okay, don't I'm sorry. Well, you know, no, you've you listened to this pod- you listen to this podcast a couple times. We have to call, you know, some people to the carpet every every now and again. Oh, I I'm on I'm I'll you I put my camera on every time. Every time I will for now on. AJ's okay. calling. Put AJ's that camera calling. on. There AJ's you calling. go. There you go. I want you to <laughs> no. see how mad I am. okay you want me to see your facial expression i got it i got it i feel you i got it um but no the team the teams uh is going to be really important for us i think it's just too just someone who's calling right you're the the driver's so busy right they're juggling so many things they're juggling load they have now they're trying to plan delivery they're trying to get their new load so the less i like you know less call from an unknown the better right and so and and I think too, with that, they're gonna just that message piece, right? They can just message the CSR. Is an origin shuttle approved? Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> Done. That's big. So progress doesn't have to stop. Exactly. Exactly. So. Go ahead. What no, are you gonna say? No, okay. no. I was just gonna say, and we know some are not gonna adapt to Teams. We we know some old school is going mm-hmm. to need the call. We're fine with that. If we can just get the majority on, it would be great. Yeah, but then the thing too is you calling through teams because Johan, I love Johan, Uncle Johnny, calls me a lot and I love talking to him. 
and they'll say, brother, can uh, my beloved nephew, can you transfer me to such and such? And it's, yeah, I would love to, but you called me on my cell phone. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I don't know how to do that. Johan just did a great, a great job on one of our moves. So yes, I know Johan. He does great work. Yeah, Uncle Johnny is a is a treasure. So with the escalations on private client, how would those be different from national account work? Well, I mean, we're talking about people's money, right? So mm -hmm. they're, it's their own money. So there's definitely a different, it, you know, there's just a whole frame of reference that's different, right? Um, on the national account side, you know, they're, they're working with the company's money, right? So they're a little bit more flex. They're, mm -hmm. you know, hey, whatever happens, happens. Um, on the private client side, it's really important for us to really capture what is all needed on that estimate because when something changes or if there's a shuttle added or there's a third party added, I mean, it, it really uh, can send the move into a different uh a different place, right? And so for us, it's um, we try to stay in communication with them. And that's why the real time too with the overages, the more we know real time to say, listen, hey, the crew's out there. Because it, for me, if I had the chance to say, um, you know, you're going to go over by 2,000 pounds. And I'm like, you know, I really don't like that bedroom furniture anyway. I don't want to take it. <laughs> to give them the opportunity to, to decide, yes, I want to take it. Yes, I want it packed. Or no, actually, I don't want that stuff anyway. So part of that is just making sure that we are with them, especially we have to be as clear, transparent as possible because they, the, the more we're not, they think that we're being um, elusive, right? And that we're not mm -hmm. sharing what we're doing. And so for us, on, especially on the PC side, the more real time we can get, the better. Because those are, yeah, it's their money, right? Every dollar, every dollar counts. Yeah. And it's the, um, with them, if, if it's going over the packing or the weight, they, uh, the CSRs have to get that rated as soon as possible. Yes. So it's really, it's really not for the over the road PVOs so much, but especially on the locals of saying, hey, this is going over a couple hours, or the customer told the salesperson they were going to pack the kitchen, but when we got there, the kitchen wasn't packed. So now we need to get the salesperson on the phone because a new estimate needs to be run because of X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, the favorite, these four rooms weren't on the, weren't on the um, uh, TOM. Oh, but the salesperson saw this and he said, everything goes. Well, if he saw it and he said, everything goes, it would be on the TOM. We need to get this figured out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a balance of the he said, she said, I'll be honest. That's that's where we try as the CSR, we're playing balancing act, right? Mm -hmm. We don't we don't know any conversations that were had. We're just going what we what we see. Um, so those those are when it gets a little it gets a little bit more we have to be careful on our words and but you're right. I mean, and that's why as as um a driver, if the CSR's, you know, hounding you for paperwork. It's because we do got to get it rated because you're going to deliver the next day and we got to make sure we get payment. So, yeah. um, you know, but it's yeah. tough. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, like you said, it's, it's controlled chaos a, a, a lot of times, but it's weird though, right? That the more chaotic it is, it seems like the heart beats a little slower and you just feel actually comfortable and at home with it. Agreed. Does, does that mean we're weird? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been doing this a long time. And, you know, I, I swear there'd be so many summers I'd be like, 
I'm getting out of this business. I'm never doing this. I'm just, I got to get out of this. It's too crazy. And then still here. No, the, still the, here. The, the, I've always referred to moving like the, uh, the movie, The Firm. It's like once you get in, you can't get out. It's like yeah. it's, <laughs> exactly. But then exactly. when you think about it, would you, like I left for a couple of years and I tried to do something else. And that lasted maybe three, four months of happiness. And then it was like, I kind of miss moving. It's, 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 it's what I am, you know? It is. It is. I did. So I did some military for a few years. And then I um, worked for an, the RMC side before I came here. and. It is. It's different. You know, I, I, it was nice to be out of that direct for a little bit about, you know, with, with the RMC side, I wasn't having to do the whole, because I was in supply chain, so I wasn't having to do all that customer issues and escalations that way, like direct contact. Um, but I didn't miss it. I was like, well, I would have handled it this way and I would be telling them this. So, so yeah, so I dove, dove right back in and then dove in, you know, pretty deep here. So, yeah, it's uh but no, I love it. Like I said, it's it's chaos. It's something new every day. Um there's always times I say, "Oh, I can't believe that happened." And, you know, because it's it it is something new every day. You just don't know what your day is going to be like, but it's I I love it. I think that's the fun part because you never know. And then you actually learn something new every day coming to work. Um you 25 years plus in the business, myself 25 years plus in the business. It's you learn something new every day. Um, you learn something from somebody who's their first day and they just have a different perspective on something we've looked at for years. And it's like, oh, I've never thought of looking at it that way, but yeah, that actually works. Thanks. So, Well, and now we're into the, you know, we're in the phase of, you know, people want to be text, right? They don't want to really it talk is. to us sometimes and they yeah. want automation and they want, you know, so we definitely had to evolve into, and, you know, with Ace, we're so focused on, you know, tech that they've, you know, they keep moving us forward in that way too. But it is, it's a mindset too of like, they don't want to talk to us. They want us to text them. Okay. You know, so that's, and then, you know, with the thumbs up, the thumbs down, it's, it's really great how we can get real time information, but it's interesting how we have to keep evolving with um, how people want to be communicated with too. I blame Amazon. It's it's I, the Amazon world we live in. That's why Arrivey is so important because it's the, the Uber app for moving. Hey, we're it on is. our way. We are on our way. And then the um, I think that's such a great tool for everybody to be using because it lets the customer know, hey, I'm on my way. It gives them an ETA of when you're going to be there. I'm leaving the yard on my way. But then it also lets the, um, you can hit finish the job. And it lets the CSR know when your guys is in, hey, the job is done. I can go ahead and reach out to the customer to get a rating of how that job was. Um, was everything completed? If there is an issue, you can, if the customer service rep can jump on it right then and there to save our score or make sure we have a happy customer throughout. And it's just, I think it's a great tool that um, I'm glad we have. I think we're the only ones with it, which actually makes it even better. We just got to use it and apply it. But I think it's a, it's a, it's a great tool. The way those notes go right into the the order also is, is just amazing. I agree. And I think, you know, with, with our team, um, you guys probably don't have as much visibility to it yet. But with us using HubSpot and Arrivey kind of, you know, feeds into that too. So, um, no, we, I love Arrivey. Um, I do, you know, the more, 
drivers that can use it, the better. Again, it, it just makes all lives simpler, right? Because they're like, yeah, yeah, I see you. You're coming down the road, you know, yeah. or, and no one's calling and saying, are they, have they left? You know, how, when are they going to be here? So I think it's, it's, it's an awesome tool. Yep. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. I, I thought I was going to be your first interview, but it looks like you, <laughs> you your second time on the podcast. So I'm a little bummed about that, but thank you. And I only have one last question for you. It's a big one though. Okay. Okay. So you are familiar with the race me and Jeremy are supposed to have that he's been putting off for years now. I just yeah, want to know. We, we talked about that at he's, convention. He, he's and ducking I was and dodging me. He's ducking and dodging me. So okay. I just want to know from you, who do you think will win and how badly will I beat him by? <laughs> so, so I did say in November that you would win. You did. Uh, I did. I did say I thought you would win. So I, I'm still saying, I'm still going with AJ on this one. You know, he's going to give an effort though. He might, you know, I don't know. He He's going to definitely give an effort. He's kind of old. I don't want him to pop anything. And yeah, you don't, don't, don't put it, don't make him like injure himself for like a week or anything. Okay. So just take it easy. Like let him, you know what I mean? And then just go. But let me run this by you because it's just me and you here. Um, okay. So should I let him win? because he has before he was just you know he's he has a new title now so he's kind of a big deal so letting him win kind of like i let dan win when we play golf all the time might get me some brownie points with him what do you think oh i see okay i see i don't know see for me i'm super competitive so i i mean i barely even would ever let my kids win you know what i mean i i'm gonna i got you i got you yeah Yeah, so okay So yeah. if Jeremy ever decides to bring his running shoes to work, I'm not going to let him win. I am going to continue to let Dan win in golf, though. And this isn't a golf podcast, but I'm going to continue that trend because uh, the man has a fragile, uh, a fragile ego, and I want to, you know, I got to look look after my guy. And well, in in no way, I mean, Jeremy, I don't think would ever want you to let him win. I think he's he he does. I don't think he needs. I think he'd want to win fair and square. So. But he, but he never would win fair and square. I'll make it close. I'll make it close. I'll make it close. <laughs> Jen, I want to thank you again for joining us. Um, I also want to spend a, uh, send a special thank uh, thank you to Chris from Podtastic, the producer of the show. He looks after us, and um, you guys will hear from us again in another two weeks. That's all from the Ace Relocation Nation. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>